0: The Public News Service Demo Newscast, February the 18th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Across Texas, early ballots have been rejected for the March 1 primary, causing voter frustration when election officials explain they failed to abide by new laws handed down by Texas lawmakers. Requests for mail-in ballots were rejected upwards of 40% last month, while ballots since returned by mail also have been rejected because voters failed to include a required driver's license or Social Security number. David Becker with the Center for Election Innovation and Research says Texas ranks low for election integrity because of obstacles forcing voters to the polls on Election Day. And by concentrating as much voting into a single period of time, the chance for long lines, the chance that fraud may happen or some kind of cyber attack might happen, having difficulty detecting it has increased. Becker has launched the Election Officials Legal Defense Network to assist public servants who feel threatened or intimidated with free advice and protection. I'm Roz Brown. Last week, a federal court ruled that a provision of Texas's new voting law that makes it more difficult to vote by mail is likely violating the Constitution's First Amendment. Sticking with legal news, the New York Attorney General can question Donald Trump and two of his adult children under oath as part of a civil inquiry into his business practices, a judge ruled Thursday. That for the New York Times, they call it the latest in a string of legal defeats that Trump has suffered since leaving office. The ruling came just three days after a court filing by the Attorney General, Letitia James, in the same matter revealing that Mr. Trump's longtime accounting firm had cut ties with him and had essentially retracted a decade's worth of financial statements. And at-home caregivers in Washington state have experienced a boost in wages to weather the COVID-19 pandemic. Our Eric Tegedoff reports a new campaign is urging lawmakers there to make the pay increase permanent. Service Employees International Union Local 775's Time for $20 calls on lawmakers to raise hourly wages for workers who care for people in their homes and long-term care facilities in this year's budget. Julie Sparkman is a home care aide who looks after children who mostly have underlying conditions. Last year, Sparkman was diagnosed with cancer. There was no time to put off what needed done, and if it hadn't been for hazard pay, I don't know how I would have kept living indoors. Honestly, I took every paycheck that I got and paid a month's worth of rent because I knew I would be out of work for some time. Hazard Pay put about three extra dollars per hour into caregivers' pockets. The temporary increase was set to expire at the end of 2021 for individual providers, but SEIU Local 775 had it extended through March. This is P.M.S., Governor Chris Sununu delivered his State of the State address yesterday and highlighted the state's handling of COVID-19, tax cuts, and federal investments coming in. But recent polling shows the number of New Hampshire residents who believe the state is going in the right direction has dropped. Nearly 40% worry it's on the wrong track. State Representative Matt Wilhelm says there were many mentions of freedom and how New Hampshire ranks high for freedom among the states. But the Manchester Democrat says that narrative overlooks some serious issues that impact granite staters on a regular basis. Things like public education, putting a bounty on teachers for what they say in the classroom, that's been really troubling. And we also saw a ban on abortions. And that is deeply troubling, especially in one of the states that has been most supportive of a woman's right to choose in the past. Sununu announced two major plans for using the funds from the American Rescue Plan, a veterans campus with housing and support services, and incentives for creating multifamily housing projects. I'm Lily Bolke, reporting. And with the Maryland legislative session in full gear, advocacy groups are planning to host a rally at Annapolis Monday to push lawmakers to pass paid family and medical leave. The Time to Care Act of 2022 would create a family and medical leave insurance program, allowing employees to take up to 12 weeks of paid leave from their jobs to care for new children, address a family member's health concern, or care for themselves. Miles Hicks heads Maryland Rise, one of the 100-plus businesses and organizations that are part of the Time to Care Coalition. He says workers need to take time off without it affecting their ability to pay bills. Too many Marylanders are being faced with the impossible decision of having to choose between family health concerns or choosing to have to go to work and receive a paycheck. This legislation would ensure that if you are facing a health issue, or that you take that time and you don't have to sit there and say, man, if I don't go to work, I'm not going to get paid. Opponents argue most large private employers already provide paid time off. I'm Emily Scott. Finally, our Mark Richardson lets us know statistics show that during the pandemic, the number of Utah families experiencing food insecurity grew, and advocates say the state needs to take a leading role in finding solutions to the problem. To that end, a bill working its way through the Utah legislature would formalize a working group of stakeholders who meet periodically to exchange ideas and propose policies. Legislation to consolidate the ad hoc coalition into a state entity with staff and funding is pending before the Senate Natural Resources, Agriculture, and Environment Committee. Alex Cragen with Utahns Against Hunger says creating the State Nutrition Access Coalition, SNAC for short, be a major step forward in addressing the problem. Reducing food insecurity and reducing hunger at the state is something that is doable, it's actionable. There are a number of ways to approach it, and the first thing we need to have is a place to discuss that. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service member and listener-supported. Heard on radio stations, big and small. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.